Good morning, all listeners. It is Sunday, September 4th, 2022. It is 8.58 a.m. Pacific Time, and this is episode 176 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. I'm Boogie! And I am the Baron. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 176 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. It is Sunday. It is fun day. Boogie, happy Sunday, my man. Happy Sunday, fun day, baby. We're uh, off to a great weekend uh, in this Vegas territory. This hot desert sun has got me sweating, especially after yesterday's games. Oh, yeah. Yesterday was a wild day. We have a great episode ahead for you guys. We have a college football Sunday game to talk about. We have the WNBA playoffs resuming here. Game threes to talk about. Uh, baseball from yesterday, baseball from today, and a nice little look ahead to the playoff picture and where we stand. Going into next week, we have exactly one month left in the baseball regular season. Um, we're going to start our show with some college football. Um, great games yesterday. It was so awesome to have college football back. Um, first big Saturday with all the teams playing. And man, Boogie, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of chaos, but... Mostly the cream rose at the top. These top uh, these top teams all took care of business yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is what uh, we weren't uh, prepared to see what was going to happen with uh, Alabama 55-0 over Utah State. Uh, Ohio State took care of business over Notre Dame. Notre Dame's defense did step up. That game was closer than a lot of people thought uh, as Notre Dame was able to cover uh, Ohio State pulling away at the end in the second half, uh, winning 21 to 10. Georgia, let's talk about this SEC. Holy cow. Georgia destroys Oregon 49 to 3 as uh, they just keep reloading after losing 15 guys on the defensive end of things. Oregon only can score three points. 49 to 3. Stetson Bennett shines. 25 of 31, 368, two TDs. CJ Stroud had a good game for the Buckeyes, and Bryce Young resumes his Heisman campaign, trying to win back to back Heismans. He shines in a win over Utah State. So, through the top three teams in the country, uh, Alabama and Georgia, obviously dominant. Ohio State, sloppy in the first half, pretty back and forth game, but their defense shut out Notre Dame in the second half. They were able to win 21-10. to 10. I'm thinking, though, the way that Georgia was so dominant in that game, I think they might jump Ohio State and get the number two. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Um, Ohio State in this Big Ten obviously is going to have to fight it out with a surprise Michigan from last year. And, uh, of course, with the way that the SEC overall showed their dominance yesterday, uh, I think that Georgia has already proven beating number 11 Oregon uh, very handily that they should earn the number two spot. Those SEC defenses are good too, Boogie. As you go down the list here, Texas A&M, the number six team in the country, defeated Sam Houston 31 nothing. Another SEC school. So you have 31 nothing, 49-3, and 55-0 for the SEC. And then you have another SEC school, the Florida Gators. They knocked off number seven Utah last night down in the swamp. Perhaps the game of the day. Uh, they outscored Utah 15-7 to in the fourth quarter, and they got an interception in the end zone to seal it. Florida upsets number seven Utah in the swamp 29-26. Yeah, very impressive game for Florida as they come out unranked 
wind up winning, beating number seven Utah by a score of 29 to 26. Utah uh, from the Pac-12 uh, will probably show their dominance in their league. However, again, losing to an SEC team. Disappointing weekend for the Pac-12 and for the ACC. Good weekend for the Michigan Wolverines. They are back to a great start. They defeat Colorado State 51-7. Michigan is looking like an SEC-type caliber school. You know, they lost a lot of guys on defense last year, too, but they are in that re... What do they say? You don't rebuild, you reload. That's right. And Michigan, a dual quarterback system um, with MacArthur and and, and the other kid. And a 51-7 win for Michigan. They look good. And uh, Oklahoma, too, our best bet in college football yesterday. A 45-13 butt whooping of UTEP. Dylan Gabriel shines in the wind for the Sooners. It's amazing to see how these transfers uh, can just pop right in to a uh, new school and uh, that's where you see that they are really talented. Yep. Uh, Oklahoma squeaks out that 30-point cover at the end, and uh, we win 45-13. to 45-13 win for the Sooners. So Utah, with their loss against Florida, will probably drop a few slots in the top 25. You could probably expect Michigan to move up in Oklahoma, as well as Baylor, who had a cupcake game against Albany yesterday. 69-10, the Baylor Bears. Have a huge game next week. Baylor actually visits BYU um, in week two. So that'll be a really good game as BYU, who's the 25th team in the country, completely destroyed South Florida yesterday, 50-21. to Yeah, that BYU offense will shine. Uh, it's going to be great to see them, what they can do against this great Baylor team, mm-hmm. uh, who's a top 10 team, yeah. as uh, BYU is an independent in football. So we will see if they can... Uh, Reign their dominance of offense. I talked about how the ACC had a really down weekend, and NC State survived a complete opening night scare. So they played East Carolina yesterday. They were like 13-point road favorites. A lot of people are high on NC State because they returned Dennis Leary, who is a potential Heisman candidate, but he did not look the part yesterday, throwing a couple interceptions. And, you know, to paint the picture, NC State escapes with a 21-20 win against East Carolina. But it wasn't easy, Boogie, as East Carolina scored. They missed the extra point. They got a stop on defense. The kicker blew the game for East Carolina, missing a 32-yard field goal to win. So he missed an extra point and a a chip-shot field goal to win the game. And NC State survives 21-20 and beats East Carolina. Crazy how that happened. But I got one that's even worse. How about UNC oh, an App against Appalachian State? Game of the year. Right? 63-61, UNC kind of survives that game. Appalachian State scores 40 points in the fourth quarter, outscoring UNC 40-22, to yep. and they wind up losing 63-61. to That was the wildest game of the day yesterday, and it's crazy because Appalachian State scored, and they elected to go for two and go for the win. And he overthrew the receiver. And this was a bad beat for me because I actually had App State money line. He overthrows the receiver, so they're down a point. There's 30 seconds left in the game. Let's listen to this shit. So they onside kick the ball, and instead of North Carolina falling on it, they get it and take it to the house. To, instead of just falling on the ball and taking the knee, they take it to the house. They get an eight-point lead. App State goes down and scores again. Yeah. To be able to go for two, and then they don't get the two-point conversion. They lose by two. Whoever that special teams coach is for the Tar Heels, 
What are you doing? I mean, Recover the yeah. onside kick and fall and then yeah. take a knee and you win the game. Yep, yep. That, that just drives me crazy. That's actually going to be one of those bad beats. Uh, speaking of a bad beat, how about another ACC team that was very poor? Old Dominion on Friday night that we didn't talk about yesterday. Beat VTech? Beats VTech. Virginia Tech. Old Dominion wins 20-17. to This ACC league is not starting off very good. Not at all. And, you know... I have to talk about this game. West Virginia should have beat Pitt on freaking Thursday night. They blew that game. And another tough start. I mean, Pitt was in the on the ropes. Um, I, I'm off the hands pick six seals hit for them. And Pittsburgh beats West Virginia. But, yeah, this ACC not looking too good. And we actually have an ACC-SEC matchup tonight that we'll talk about here in a little bit. Yes, we do. That we are all over based off what we've been seeing. Mm -hmm. um, an ACC team that did look good yesterday was Miami. They steamrolled Bethune-Cookman 70-13. to They're off to a good start down there in South Florida. Also, USC, the Lincoln-Riley and Caleb Williams there began yesterday. And they absolutely blasted Rice 66-14. to Caleb Williams... Following Lincoln Riley to USC, 19 of 22, 249 yards and two touchdown passes. One to Jordan Addison, who is a transfer from Pitt. Look out for USC. They took full advantage yesterday, but you get, you know, your top three teams in the SEC or the, the Pac-12, Oregon, you know, Utah, USC. Right. USC was the only team to get a victory yesterday. Yeah, USC looks really good, and that's exactly what we we're hoping for. Uh, you know, they say they could be one year off, but I think this SC team is going to be for real this year. I think so. Uh, Caleb Williams shines as the transfer from Oklahoma, follows Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma mm -hmm. as the head coach now for USC. And I think there's going to be really good things. Transfer USA for this USC team. Man, if Southern California can run the table in that Pac-12, you got to put them in the in the playoffs. So Absolutely. We'll see how that goes. That it'll be a three-horse race in the Pac-12 this year between you know Oregon's going to bounce back. They just had a tough. They I mean they just got butchered yesterday by the defending national champs. That's a tough opening game to have to play Georgia on a neutral site. So, congratulations to Oregon for even scheduling that game. True, um, true. And, you know, then you have Utah traveling to the swamp. So, right. USC obviously had the weakest opponent at home. So, we'll see how the, the Pac-12 shakes out. But, disappointing weekend overall. But, USC was was good. Um, Wisconsin, defense is back again. 39-0 over Illinois State. Graham Mertz, their quarterback, returned. Very efficient offense. They do the same thing every year. They run the football and they play good defense. And they showed you that yesterday. 38-0 win over Illinois State. And um, Cincinnati, their first regular season loss in two years. They, shout out to them for scheduling this opening game, traveling down, taking on the Hogs in Arkansas. Arkansas, another SEC team looking very strong with K.J. Jefferson returning. That offense was humming yesterday. Arkansas beats Cincinnati in a ranked versus ranked game, 31-24. So another SEC team winning. Yeah, great job by Arkansas. But, yeah, Cincinnati... They were the darlings last year uh, to be able to schedule Arkansas on the road. Uh, you know, this is what Cincinnati is going to need to do. This is what some of these smaller schools that uh, are starting to step up mm -hmm. are going to have to do to be able to compete and see uh, the rest of the season, how they can shape up in that uh, their their own league. I agree 100% of the way with you, Boogs. And, and <laughs> sounding like a broken neck record, we have two more SEC teams. <laughs> Number 20, Kentucky, a 37-13 home win against Miami of Ohio. And number 21, Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin, 
Jackson Dart, that error begins for Ole Miss, a 28-10 win over Troy. The SEC has not even lost a game yet. No. They are the winners of the first week, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, We already talked about BYU's blowout of South Florida, and what a game yesterday down at the Alamo Dome, Houston and UTSA. A 37-35 victory for Houston and triple overtime. Yeah, great game. Houston did uh, what they needed to do to be able to win that game. Uh, UTSA, the Roadrunners, actually put up a fight. Uh, they showed last year that they were going to be really, uh, really good, and uh, they've continued it as a competitive uh, team game against Houston. This is how I know you know your stuff, Bogey, because yesterday on the pod, I believe you became the first person in America to talk about how Houston could be this year's Cincinnati. And this morning, I'm reading up on the recast. What and, are you reading? And guess what a lot of the reporters are saying. What did they say? Yeah, Houston can be this year's Cincinnati. Hey, there you go. You heard it here first on Ball Talk. Yesterday's episode 175. Boogie calling Houston to be this year's Cincinnati. And now the whole world's talking about it because... After this game, Houston doesn't have that tough of a schedule. They play in the American. They do play at Texas Tech next week, so that's going to be a big game for them. But after that, you get Kansas at home, Rice at home, Tulane at home, Memphis Navy, South Florida, SMU Temple, and East Carolina. All very winnable games in that conference. Can run the table. Could, they could run the table. they they got to beat Texas Tech next gotta week. Got to beat Texas Tech. Got to beat Tech. So that'll be a big game, Texas Tech and Houston, next week. College football is back. Fantastic week one. You know, when you take a look at, uh, I think, you know, from a top five perspective, everything should be about the same. I could see Georgia jumping Ohio State. I don't think they'll drop Ohio State lower than that, though. Right. Um, you know, AM won. Obviously, Utah will probably drop a little bit. Michigan, Oklahoma will come up a little bit. I don't know how far they'll drop Utah, though. That's a tough opening game to play down in the swamp. And their season's not over yet, either. I mean, only one loss. They can get in the Pac-12 play, still win the Pac-12 title, and potentially be a playoff team. So. I think Oklahoma drops down, uh, moves back up to probably about uh, 5 or 6. I think they bring Utah to 10 or 11. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, you look at how the AP shakes out, and, you know, Clemson plays tomorrow night. So we'll see what happens with them when they play Georgia Tech. Mm. Um, Oregon's going to drop, so they were 11, so they'll drop down. Yeah, Notre Dame Notre Dame lost, so they're going to drop down too. Notre Dame and Utah both lost, so I could see A&M jumping the five, and then you know probably Michigan. Michigan and uh, Oklahoma will jump up as well. Oregon will drop. You know, so there'll be some shakeups. I think with Florida's victory – Florida was uh, one of the teams receiving votes in preseason. I think with their upset of Utah, Florida will springboard into the top 25. Yeah, most likely. SEC team. So I'll give them some love. Yes. So it, it's what a time to be alive. Oh, I, yeah. I'm loving college football. We have a couple college football games to talk about. We actually have a game tonight, and then we have a game tomorrow. Um, Boogie's got a pick on both for you guys. I have a pick tonight as well. We start tonight off, uh, week one coming to a close, 4.30 on ABC, the All-State Louisiana kickoff, Florida State and LSU, Brian Kelly taking over for LSU from Notre Dame, coming over, now the head coach of the Bayou Bengals. Florida State is 1-0, they played a a cupcake game last week, defeating Duquesne 47-7 to get their feet wet. Now they open up against LSU. LSU's opening game of the year. They're playing. Uh, it's the Louisiana kickoff. It's going to be at the Superdome. So 
technically a neutral site game, but mostly probably going to be Seminole or um, LSU Tiger fans in there, being that it's the same state. And uh, we have LSU minus three and a half in this game today. And Boogie, you're thinking uh, Bayou Bengals in a big way tonight. I mean, I like LSU big time today. Brian Kelly, former Notre Dame coach, in his first game as LSU's head coach, uh, of course, he's got the LSU pro crowd going to be down there in the bayou. Oh, yeah. FSU has issues. Um, I think that this is going to be a, a double-digit win for LSU. I think that uh, they will take care of business today under Brian Kelly. And uh, give me LSU. Lines minus 3.5. Anyone wants to not get hooked, buy the hook. I think this is a double-digit win, though, for LSU. Give me LSU and lay the points. LSU laying the points. We agree on that, but you know me. I go the safe route. LSU money line is only minus $1.75. Money well spent, everybody. LSU will defeat Florida State tonight. My official pick on this one, LSU money line, minus $1.75. Um... Now, we have a Monday night game, too, Boogs, and I don't have any feelings on this, but you guys can lean on Boogie for this one because Boogie found an angle in this game. Um, I'm staying off this one, but we have tomorrow night, 5 o'clock on ESPN. Week 1 comes to a close. We travel to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. Number 4 Clemson against Georgia Tech. Clemson, it's been well-documented. Very disappointing year last year. A lot of people saying it's a bounce back year for them. They're four in the country. They're laying a good bit of points tomorrow, though, against the Yellow Jackets. Huge, huge favorite. I believe like 23 or something like that. 23 and a half. 23 like and a half is the points. I mean, you got starter for Clemson. DJ Ukulele will lead the charge again for Dabo Sweeney and his Clemson Tigers. But I just think that this is not the same Clemson team, and it's just too many points for me. Um, you know, Clemson, down year last year, 10-3 and three for a down year. Not bad. Yeah. But, That's however, yes, six of those wins all came by 10 points or less. Um, I think Tech will need to have ball control. Uh, they do struggle at times for ukulele and we wind up we wind up taking the points Georgia Tech plus 23 and a half points Georgia Tech plus 23 and a hooky well I don't know if you saw the footage but there was a sea lion that actually predicted Georgia Tech would win they had they put both the helmets out of there they, the sea lion got out of the water and he went to the uh, Georgia Tech helmet I like it George, let's go sea lion Georgia Tech getting 23 and a half and LSU laying three and a half for Boogie to wrap up college football week one. I got LSU money line minus $1.75. Now, Boogie, before we get into baseball today, we got the WNBA playoffs back. Yes, we do. Travel day. It was a four or five, four or five days of traveling. They probably had layovers and all types of other stuff. And um, we have two really good series. Two game threes today. Um... Both series in the semifinals are tied at 1-1. And the series transition to the higher seeds. Now, we open this up at 10 a.m. in about 45 minutes with the sky and the sun. They split um, 
They split both games in Chicago with the Sun winning game one and the Sky blowing out the Sun in game number two. So now Candace Parker leading the way, taking on Connecticut here. Uh, Connecticut was 13-5 at home this year, so a pretty good home record there. Um, game one was a 68-63 victory for the Sun. They stole game one, and then the Sky blasted them 85-77. So now we have game number three, and Boogie has a play on game three. Yeah, Candace Parker will lead the, uh, the Sky here, but uh, I think that the under is going to be the play here. Uh, give me the under 162. Okay. The under has cashed four straight for the Skies games, five straight for the Suns games. Uh, the Sun have second-ranked defense. The Sky have the fourth-ranked defense. Defensive game. To me, this is an easy pick here. Give me the, the, the under in the Sky-Sun game that starts at 10 a.m. Pacific. 162 is the over-under. They scored exactly 162 in Game 2, and they only scored 131 points in Game 1. So if you do the math on that, you're thinking that total should fall into the 145-150 area, which would easily cover the 162 total that Vegas has given you in this Game 3. Winner of this game takes a huge 2-1 advantage and puts the other team on the ropes on the brink of elimination. Our Las Vegas Aces play today, Boogie, 12 o'clock on ABC. Game three, they travel up to Seattle after splitting the first two games out here in Vegas. The Storm stole game one, a game last Sunday that I went to. Uh, They stole game one, 76-73, and the Aces bounce back in game two with a 78-73 win. The number one seed now travels up to Seattle to take on the four-seeded Storm in a pivotal game three with the series tied one-to-one. Seattle is a one-point home favorite. Actually, it's flipped. I got the Aces minus one right now. Uh, we have a Aces team, though, man. I'm wishing, I'm hoping, and I'm loving to see this Aces go to the, team. Go to the ship, baby. Oh, man. We we hope. Becky Hammond got this team ready to go for a chip. Um, you know, great players on both sides. Kelsey Plum, Asia Wilson and company. Yeah. Um, you know, on the other side, though, whew, Seattle Storm, Brianna Stewart, Gabby Williams for the Storm, Jewel Lloyd, Sue Bird. They're good. I mean, what a... What a great matchup, really. I agree. And both teams score. But the Storm know they need to slow this pace down. Yes, they do. They do, and they will. And I think that uh, I'm hoping the Aces win, but I like the under even more. You like the under? I like the under in this game. Okay. I like the under 165 and a half. Okay. I think that both teams slow the pace down. And especially on that Storm side, because the Aces will score as the number one offense, averaging 90 points a game. Yes. I think that uh, it's defensive-minded in the playoffs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give me the under, under 165.5 as well. You know, I like that pick too, Boogie. I mean, you're looking at, you know, they scored 149 in game one and 151 in game two. So 165.5. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're probably, you know, based off of those numbers. Everything tightens up. You're probably looking at that 150 to 155 range, easily covering your 165.5. Um, it's a little bit nervous because the Aces do average 90 a game. But like you said, Seattle being at home, I think they'll be able to control that temple. 
tempo. So Boogie, two sharp plays, two unders Let's in the go. WNBA. Yeah. Um, so ride, why not ride with Boogie on that? Just so you guys all know, we have four plays for you guys today, and Boogie is, or I'm sorry, eight plays for you guys today, and Boogie is already halfway there. LSU, Georgia Tech, the Sky Sun under, and the Aces and Storm under. My seven plays outside of LSU. The other seven is going to be all baseball. I like the baseball card today, and we transition into that. And Boogie, yesterday's baseball. Some disappointments and some some good things happened yesterday as a complete split in baseball. Um, you had the Blue Jays beat my Pirates. The Cardinals on the run line covered for you as well. Um, I had the Giants and the White Sox in a two-teamer, and they both won. Um, some disappointments yesterday, though. The Yankees, for me, uh, bad loss again to the Rays. And the uh, Mets losing to the Nationals Ugh. as a $4 favorite. Um Disappointing loss for them, and the New York teams yesterday really were the disappointment of the day. The Yankees losing drops them down to only a four-game lead in the East, and the Mets loss yesterday drops them down to a two-game lead on the other side of the East. So, New York looking for a bounce back today, Book. New York looking for a bounce back. Boy, I am kicking myself right now for not catching 100-1 to on that race to win the East. Right now, they are only... Four games back of the New York Yankees. The Yankee struggles continue. Shout out to Aaron Judge. Hits number 52. Uh, However, that is the only run as they they lose 2-1 to to the Rays. And uh, now they got to play them again with Corey Kluber on the mound today. Uh, Actually, they have have another guy out on the mound today. My bad. That was yesterday. My bad. My bad. Oh, Kluber picks yesterday. Yes. So we have uh, the Rays with Armstrong on the mound today against the supposed savior of the Yankee staff and Frankie Montas. Yeah, uh, he's not pitched well. For he has not pitched well. Uh, the Yankees again losing and giving up Jordan Montgomery to the Cardinals and uh, picking up Frankie Montas. So yeah, this is not a very good summer for the Yankees right now. Not. We are uh, we are looking at some really bad things for them right now, and mm-hmm. and I, I I really don't have the confidence that they're going to win. Yep, and I am one hundred percent off that Yankees and Rays game, and Boogie is as well. So you know that's a red flag if Boogie is not on the Yankees. Fade them up, and they have been every time that you have not given the Yankees. I think they've lost. Yeah. So, a win here for the Rays can really position themselves and only be three games back with a month left in the season. A Insane. Chance, Insane. A chance to catch them. Before we dive into the picks, I want to do a little bit of a look ahead. We have Labor Day, and Labor Day is is huge. And a lot of big series starting um, tomorrow. Um, the Mets visit the Pirates, so a very good opportunity for this Mets team to build their lead in the East. It doesn't get any easier for the Yankees, Boogs, as they uh, travel back home and they host uh, the Twins in a series in the Bronx. Yeah, but they actually do very well in history speaking against the Twins, especially yep. at home. So hopefully they can get their shit together yes. and uh, we'll be able to see what happens uh, after the next few days because uh, mm-hmm. we only got a few more weeks in baseball. Yes, and a huge wild card. Um, picture type of series starting with the Blue Jays and the Orioles. 
They open a series in Baltimore tomorrow with a doubleheader. Big time. And remember, Baltimore is only a game and a half back of the Blue Jays in that wild card chase. So a huge opportunity for the Orioles here and for the Blue Jays. Um, you have the Red Sox and the Rays, another pivotal wild card matchup. The Red Sox still mathematically alive, seven and a half back. Could be a type of an elimination type series for the Sox. They have to take care of business against Tampa, who is the wild card four seed right now. Um, you have a Brewers team traveling to play the Rockies, who have a winning record at home. They can't afford to slip up here, Boogie. The Brewers are only two and a half back of the wild card, seven and a half back of the division now. Still right there in that in that wild card chase, though in the National League, the Brewers can't afford to slip up here against the Rockies. These are the these are the games they need to win. The Rockies, like you said, they play very well at home uh, historically, uh, but the Brewers cannot choke away this playoff run. Uh, they've already choked up the uh, Central Division lead as the Cardinals are running away with it, and uh, we need to see if they can contend uh, at least. Stay in contention for a playoff spot because they are having problems right now. Yeah, they're they're two and a half back, eight games over five hundred. The Cardinals, they they stay at home. They get the Nationals in a series. The, this is a series where the Cardinals can put their foot on the Brewers' throats and really clinch that division this week. If they can get it up to a double-digit lead with only three weeks to go, it'll be insurmountable for the Brewers to come back. Uh, Diamondbacks, Padres, Diamondbacks, nine and a half back of the wild card, still mathematically alive, but the Padres, no margin for error here. San Diego got to take care of business against these D-backs. They don't have a lot of room. The uh, Only a half-game lead on the Phillies for the five seed, so literally only three games separate them from being in or out, so the Padres got to keep, keep it moving. A huge series between the White Sox and the Mariners begin too, Boogie, as the White Sox are now only two games back of the Central, and the Mariners occupy one of the wild card spots. So a big, big, big series in Seattle this yeah, week. Yeah, that's going to be a big time. Mariners at home get a little bit of advantage. Uh, as we spoke about yesterday, Tony Larusa, their manager for the White Sox, is still out mm-hmm. and undisclosed as to when he'll come back. Uh, so White Sox are fighting, though, without their head, ma- head manager. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing that. That's a that's a key series right there. Big time series. White Sox and Mariners open up tomorrow on Labor Day from Seattle. The Rangers go to Houston, so a huge opportunity for Houston to continue beating up on bad teams. Houston has a six game lead on the Yankees for the one seed, so a big opportunity for them to clinch that one seed in the next couple of weeks, rest up for the postseason, and ensure that the pennant in the American League goes through Houston. Yeah, I think that the Astros are uh, going to be one of the tough teams in all of baseball, Uh, but uh, the Rangers, of course, will go ahead, and uh, they're not giving up. This Texas team just a couple weeks ago, I know you liked them. Uh, We're going to have to have them, though, fight a little bit more to be able to get back in that little wild card, but I think the Astros should be able to take care of business against the Rangers over the next few days. Yes, they should, and another team that should take care of business is the Guardians as they travel to take on Kansas City. Uh, Cleveland, the American League Central leaders right now, and it's looking by the way the standings are looking here, Boogie, that it's AL Central or bust for the Guardians, Twins, and White Sox. Um Whoever wins that division, the other two teams are most likely going to be out as uh, these wildcard teams in the AL all have better records than them. So big series for the Guardians, big series for the Dodgers and Giants as well. The Dodgers trying to clinch that one seed and make sure that the National League pennant goes through L.A. The Giants, 
an outside shot still um, you're looking at nine games back so Dodgers are in the dangers or Giants are in the danger zone and the Dodgers historically have crushed the Giants this year and then we have Tigers Angels which we don't really care about that. right 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 yeah that team uh, yeah I tell you what this Dodger team they got to be careful though not letting up on the gas you know they, they can afford yes. to lose but uh, the Giants of course this is obviously a bigger Series for them, yep. but they are sliding and sliding fast. Dodgers have a goal probably to get to 100 wins within the next couple of weeks. So I'm thinking in two weeks from today on our mm, September 18th pod on Sunday, the Dodgers should be at about 100 wins. 100, 100 plus for me. I, I feel like this Dodger team is going to go after a record. They're, They're going 50, for it. 50 games over 500 right now at 91 and 41. Yep. Uh, so we will see where they wind up. 115 wins, maybe. We'll yeah. see. We shall see. Indeed, we have a couple games that already started. The Blue Jays and Pirates were our 9 a.m. Peacock game today. Uh, it's the top of the second. Two on and one out for the Blue Jays. And the Rockies and Reds just began. They started early because they're playing a doubleheader in Cincinnati. Neither of them teams are in playoff contention, so we don't really talk about it. Um, but now that we go to our list of games here today, Boogs, I'm starting my sheet off down in Baltimore. I have been so proud of these young Orioles and how they've played. I documented yesterday they called up Gunnar Henderson. He's 6 for 15 with a 400 batting average since being called up. They got him at second base today. He is a stud and that lineup is great and they are going against Adrian Martinez who has an over 5 ERA. Spencer Watkins has been up and down but he has the ability to throw good games especially against this this poor Oakland A's team. Baltimore is going for a sweep today of the A's. They beat them 5-2 on Friday and 8-1 on yesterday. And Baltimore will indeed get the sweep today. My first official pick, the Baltimore Orioles, minus $1.90 favorites today. Easy money, money line. Orioles will beat the Oakland A's and sweep them an inch closer to a wild card spot. We previewed it. They win today. They play the Blue Jays tomorrow. So yeah, I big, like it. Big week for the Orioles. They can't afford to slip, and they will not. I like the Orioles to beat the A's. My second pick now. We're going down to Fenway Park. Boston. Whew, Boston is, is in needing of wins. They're two games below 500. Got to have the goal to try to get the 500 or better by next week. Still mathematically alive. And the Rangers, I know I was high on them, but they've lost a bunch of games in a row, Boogie. They've actually lost the last three to Boston. A 9-8 win for the Red Sox on Thursday, 9-1 on Friday, and 5-3 on Saturday. The Boston Red Sox are going for a four-game sweep of the Texas Rangers, and I think they get it. And you're getting very, very good value on the line. The Boston Red Sox are only minus $1.15. I love the Red Sox today to keep the train moving, keep their playoff hopes alive, and beat the Rangers. Should. Red Sox to beat the Rangers. They should. In theory, right? In theory. I'm taking a peek. Rockies-Reds already began. Royals-Tigers were off. Yankees-Mets were off. There's a boogie pick. (laughs) Going back to the well with the New York Mets. Eric Faday on the mound for the Nationals. And, ugh. Eric Faday, not very good. Against Cookie. Cookie Carrasco on the mound today, 13-5 with a 3.92 ERA. 
Nationals put Fidea on the mound, five and nine with a five point two nine. I wish this kid would do well. You know, he is local kid, local kid from Vegas, played at UNLV. Anyway, uh, Mets, Mets should bounce back today after not scoring many runs yesterday and uh, disappointing me and the rest of our backers. Give me the Mets today for a bounce back, minus one and a half, minus a dollar forty on the run line for Boogie. Mets minus one and a half, minus a dollar forty after yesterday's putrid performance, losing as a four dollar favorite. Mets minus one and a half. Minus. We always talk about those three dollar plus favorites. Man, a lot of times they don't cover. They really don't. And three or higher, it's just like automatic stale off. I feel like it, it can be. I mean, today you know the Mets are minus three ten. Yeah. But I think after winning or uh, losing yesterday. I think they're ready to win again today. I travel now for pick number four to the Windy City of Chicago. Now, the Twins have lost three consecutive games. The White Sox won 4-3 and 13-0 yesterday. Shout out to Dylan Cease, who has a, had a no-hitter with two outs in the ninth and gave up a single. Had the White Sox yesterday as my best bet. They won 13-0. Very good. And two very inconsistent pitchers are on the mound today. You don't know what you're going to get with either of these guys. Dylan Bundy and Lucas G. Alito. These two pitchers are the most unpredictable pitchers in the history of Major League Baseball. This game could be 2-1 or 11-10. You never know. But with that being said, that AL Central has tightened up a little bit. White Sox two back, Twins one back. I think the Twins end their winning streak today, or losing streak today, Boogs. Bundy, it's tough to bet on him, and it's tough to bet on Giolito, so give me the dog. The Minnesota Twins are plus $1.18 today in Chicago. I like them to break their losing streak and salvage a win in this series. Twins money line after almost getting no hit yesterday. Taking the Twins bats to bounce back in a big way. Twins to beat the White Sox plus $1.18. Boogie, we go back to Bush Stadium again, a team you've been riding on pretty heavy. The St. Louis Cardinals host the Chicago Cubs. The Cardinals are on a three-game winning streak. They won the first two games of this series, 8-0 on Friday and 8-4 yesterday. They now throw Miles Michaelis, who's 10-10 with a 3-4-8, against Marcus Stroman, who's 3-6 with a 3-9-8. Yeah, I got to go back to the well here with the Cardinals. Uh, Michaelis, 10-10, 3-4-8 ERA going against Stroman. Uh, Stroman with the Cubs, three and six with a three point nine eight ERA. Uh, they're they're going for the sweep today against yeah. the Cubs. Not only going for the, the the sweep, they're going for their best record, uh, regular season record against the Cubs, thirteen and six right now against the Cubs since two thousand and thirteen when they went twelve and seven. They've dominated them. They have dominated, and uh, I think the Cardinals running away with this um, Central. Division lead. Give me the Cardinals today. Minus one and a half plus one ten. Ooh, good value on the Cardinals today. Minus one and a half plus one ten. Seventy-eight fifty-five. Boogie. If the Cardinals win today and the Yankees lose today, the Cardinals and the Yankees have the exact same record. Uh yeah. That is absolutely crazy to me. The Cardinals on the upswing, trying to inch closer and closer to their 80th win. If they get to 80 wins, they will be the fourth team in the National League to get to 80 wins behind the Dodgers, the 
Braves and the Mets. So Cardinals looking a, looking like a perennial postseason team. It's been well documented. I have them twenty five to one to win the World Series this year. So we can hope the Cardinals. Uh, let's go. Hope the Cards keep it going. Great lineup and good pitching staff and some veteran leadership with Pujols, Yachty, and Adam Wainwright. We'll see how the Cardinals do. A postseason lock going to at least host a home game in the wild card round if they can continue their winning ways and win the National League Central. We have the Mariners and the Guardians. Neither of us have a play on that today. That is going to be a good game with Kirby against Quantrill. The Mariners have won a bunch in a row. Tough game there, but no feels on that. Rockies-Reds game two follows that. And then we got the Phillies and the Giants, and that's where I'm going next, Boogie. The Phillies taking on the Giants today. The Giants got a good win yesterday for me as a home dog, defeating the Phillies. And they're going for a surprising sweep today of the Phillies. A 13-1 win on Friday and a 5-4 win yesterday. But as Lee Corso likes to say, not so fast, my friend. Not so fast, my friend. You have Carlos Rodon on the mound, who has been the best home starter in all of baseball. But Ranger Suarez has rejuvenated his year. He has been one of the best pitchers in baseball in the last couple of months. They are going to need him in October if they get there. No margin for error here for the Phillies. Phillies an opportunity to push the Giants to 10 games out and eliminate them from our wild card chase. And I think they do just that. And you're getting really good odds because Rodon's on the mound. The Phillies are plus $1.10 against the Giants today. And I just think the Phillies have the better team, and I'm getting the better team at plus money. Makes sense. Sure, Rodon's been great, but I think Ranger Suarez will pitch a good game as well, and I just think their bats are a little bit better than the Giants' bats. Philadelphia Phillies today at 1.05 p.m. Pacific time to avoid a sweep and defeat the Giants. Phillies plus 110. Astros Angels Boogie, we got a combo pick today, baby. Combo pick. We got a combo pick, our second combo pick, as we both like LSU. I'm on LSU Moneyline, but I'll, I'll cut you some slack on that. Astros Angels Boogie and the Angels won yesterday 2-1 in 12 innings. After losing 4-2 on Friday night, we have a rubber match of a three-game set in L.A. Winner takes the three-game series. Tucker Davidson, since being acquired from the Atlanta Braves, is 2-4 with a 5.77 ERA and a 1.78 whip. Mm. A whip. What's a whip? What is a whip? Jose Urquidy is pitching for the Astros, and he's 12-5 with a 3.69 ERA. He's been one of the better pitchers on that Astros staff. It's the Astros, man. They're 85-48, Boogie, and they're the number one team in the American League for a reason. Got to like them to take this series win against the Angels today. Yeah, Astros are 4-1 their last five road games, 7-1 their last eight against a team with a losing record. The Angels, losing record. Uh, they are also 6-1 their last seven against a left-hander. Uh, Urquidy is going to have to pitch very well today, but uh, I don't think great because he's going to get some run support today. I think that the Astros bats light up Tucker Davidson. Uh, give me the Astros minus a dollar sixty-two 
Oh, yeah. On the run line. I'm sorry, on the money line. On the penny line, I'm baby. just so used to saying run line. I know, boogie boogie run line. <laughs> I'm with boogie, guys. That's our that's our uh, second combo pick. Uh, Astros, minus $1.62. I have a ticket on them already. The Astros to defeat the L.A. Angels today is Boogie's seventh pick and my sixth pick. Before we get to our eighth and final slash combo pick, I travel to Arizona today, and Arizona is hosting the Milwaukee Brewers. This is a big game as Arizona is looking to take three out of four from the Brew Crew. They won 5 nothing on Thursday, 2-1 on Saturday, and lost a thriller 8-6 and 10 innings last night. They're pitching one of their better pitchers, Boogie. Look, look at this line. Zach Gallen, 10-2 with a 2-5-3 ERA. I followed this kid when he was back with the Marlins. This kid can pitch. He's going against Jason Alexander today, who's 2-1 with a 4-9-7. The pitching edge definitely goes to the D-backs. And that is where that train stops. I think... The Brewers are going to start figuring this out. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're two and a half out. Your your hopes of winning the Central have dwindled away the last month with the shitty way that they've played and the greatness of the Cardinals. But they're still in this wild card chase, and they're chasing a Phillies team who's in, inconsistent at times. They're chasing a Padres team who's without their best player. The Brewers are going to make this interesting, mm. and I don't – and, and, and this is the same scenario that I got with the Phillies. Because of the pitching matchup, you're looking at the better team at plus $1.40. Right. I think their bats – I mean, Gallon's pitched good. It's hard to fade them, but you're giving me the better team at, at plus 140. So I'm taking a stab here for my seventh selection of the day, the Milwaukee Brewers plus $1.40 to salvage a split with the D-backs an inch closer – in the National League wild card race. Boogie, we end episode 176 with a combo play. And man, I love when this team's a combo play. (laughs) We got the San Diego Padres and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Rubber match of a three-game set, Boogs. Yeah. The Padres defeated the Dodgers 7-1 on Friday, and then the Dodgers came back heavy with a 12-1 victory last night. Caleb Ferguson is on the mound for the Dodgers. He's 1-0 with a 1.85 ERA. He's pitched very well. Going against Clevenger, 5-5 with a 3.59. It's an auto bet. It's an auto bet it is. when you can get the Dodgers – under two dollars mm-hmm. to win a baseball game because they're fifty freaking games above five hundred. Right, they're going for a series victory over the Padres. They've owned them this year. Big time game here for both teams. I like the Dodgers, man. They gotta get this win. Yeah, give me the Dodgers today. I'm actually going on the other side here. Minus one and a half. Wow. Plus one twenty-five. I love them today. The bats were. Woken up last night. The bats will continue to wake up again today yeah. and to stay up. Give me the Dodgers minus one and a half plus a dollar twenty-five over the Padres. That is our prototypical bet a unit on the run line and bet uh, one point five five units on the money line because I like the Dodgers minus a dollar fifty-five to win this game. If you want to be a sicko. If you want to win some more money, then lay the one and a half and, f- and roll with Boogie. But if you do both, you're going to guarantee yourself a little bit of 
profit. That is a wrap, everybody. It is 9.45 a.m., 48-minute pod. Laundry list of games here, Boogie. Uh, to recap, Boogie is on LSU, minus 3.5, Georgia, plus 23.5, the Sky Sun under 162, the Aces and Storm under 165.5, the Mets minus 1.5, minus 140, the Cardinals minus 1.5, plus 110, the Astros minus 162, and the Dodgers minus 1.5, plus 125. Barron's picks for the day, LSU Moneyline minus 175, Orioles minus 190, Red Sox minus 115, Twins plus 118, Phillies plus 110, Astros minus 162, Brewers plus 140, Dodgers minus 155. And as I was giving that list out, Boogie, I'm wondering how many of our listeners don't even listen to the whole show and they fast forward to the end and they just write down everything I just said. Yeah, I wanted to do that too. All you degenerates out there, listen to the content too. Don't just tune into this thing for the picks. We do have great content. Our content is fire. Our picks are fire. And it's time for Best Bet Boogie Take It Away, episode 176. Boogie's blockbuster best bet is going to be those LSU Tigers today. Brian Kelly gets his first win. Give me LSU double-digit winner over Florida State. The SEC, unbelievable already this weekend. Multiple winners, undefeated. They'll yep. continue that. LSU, lay the points. Take the money line, whatever you want to do. But don't bet against LSU because they're going to take care of business over those Seminoles. LSU money line is my best bet too, Boogie. LSU minus $1.75 is my best bet of the day. Um we did pretty good with best bets yesterday. Since you got some uh, baseball, give me a baseball best bet too. Best bet for Boogie today in baseball, the Boogie's Blockbuster baseball best bet, yep. is going to be the Cardinals today. Wow, Cardinals okay. take care of business today. Minus one and a half, plus 110 on the run line. I'm taking the Astros as my best bet today. Astros minus $1.62 to defeat the LA Angels. So, LSU money line, Astros money line, LSU minus the points, Cardinals on the run line. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. Great episode 176 has commenced. We will see you guys next weekend for episode 177. Everyone have a great Sunday, a safe Labor Day, and a great week ahead. Bear now. Boogie out.